City. Hill City. Hill City. Happy New Year. Um, I'm Cara Robinson here with my beloved Lauren Galloway. Hello. Um, we have the awesome privilege of steering, of being at the helm <laughs> of the Hill City Kids ship on Sunday mornings. Lauren is our preschool coordinator. She gets to check and make sure everyone's Sunday experience is just phenomenal from birth all the way up to age five. Um, and I have the honor of being the next gen pastor, just making sure that all of our families and kids have a great Sunday experience from birth to high school. I primarily get to hang out with the elementary schoolers. Yes. It's kind of my sweet spot <laughs> in the old campgrounds. Uh, but you will see me around all over Hill City on a morning. But it is January and we are here to go over the parent queue with you guys. Yeah. Lauren, what's so great about the parent queue? I like the parent queue because I don't have to think of anything creative to say or do. It tells me exactly what to say. It goes with everything they've learned on Sunday, and it, like, is theologically sound. It's so good. Yes. Did you play volleyball growing up? I did not. I I did theater and dance. <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. Of, of volleyball. I did in fifth grade recreationally. Okay. And then I tried in junior high. Yeah. Until very bad practice. Did, did not work. Okay. It was very strenuous. I called my mom in the hallway and told her to come pick me up Aww. after school. Yeah. She let me quit. That's a whole <laughs> other podcast episode. But anyway, I like to think of the parent cue as mm-hmm. like a setter okay. in volleyball. Yeah. Because a setter's job is to get the ball up at the net yeah. so then someone can like spike Swing. it home. That's a good analogy. Yeah, and yeah. make a point. Okay. So the parent cue kind of sets up these great conversations you can have with your kids mm-hmm. um, to kind of see what they're gleaning from the Bible, where they're at with their faith, as well as how to connect faith and family together. Right. And then you get to be the star on the court. You just get to spike the ball and get a right. point. Yeah. Parent cue. Love it. So good. So this month, it's beach party yes. at our preschool rooms. Hilarious. <laughs> nothing, nothing says beach party like January. It's 39 degrees today. Right? Think warm thoughts. Yeah. It's cold. Olaf would love it. He would. In the summer. Um, but kids are focusing on the basic truth that Jesus wants to be my friend forever. Mm -hmm. There are three main truths that we want your kids to fully understand and have in their hearts by the time they leave and go to elementary school or the campground on Sunday mornings. And those three truths, the first one, Jesus wants to be my friend forever, but also that they understand that God made them and that God loves them. Yeah. Those are awesome to have Mm -hmm. and to know. And as an adult. Truly. To remember too. Yes. Mm -hmm. That God made you and that God loves you. You have purpose, people. Um, So each week, kids are going to be focusing on a different story about Jesus. And is it Jesus' miracles? Yes. So like the little guys, they'll just do one miracle where Jesus walked on water. But the older preschoolers, they're doing a different one each week. Like we had our super fun party drink, which is wine. (laughs) We didn't give them wine. No. If you're listening to this, 
No worries. Uh, but then um, also feeding the 5,000. So good. Big miracles like that. That's awesome. And their memory verse for this month comes from Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. With God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. I got to remind myself of that too. Yes. Life is overwhelming. <laughs> it's not just up to me. With God, all things are possible. We can do it. Um, what else do we have in store f- with a parent queue? Well, one thing for um, bath time this month is really fun. It's just like a fun thing to do anyway. But um, it's about doing a sink or swim um, or sink or float experiment. So fun. Um, and kids think that's really crazy. Like they can't believe that some things float and some things sink. So try doing that in the bath and um, telling them that Jesus can float. He can walk on water. Um, that's a story that everybody's learning about this month. So they should remember that one. That's so cool. Yeah. What about with drive time? Drive time is super cool this month as well. Um, it asks you to like point out things along the road, like a traffic light. What can they do? They tell us to stop. Um, and then talking about like, what can Jesus do? Jesus can do anything. Um, and another fun thing to do in the car is to listen to the music that we listen to on Sunday mornings. Yes. Yeah. The song for this month is so cute. It's really cute. And I think it's by by Yancey. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love Yancey. Jesus can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Here yeah. it is. Wow. Oh, wow. Shout wow. Jesus can do anything. Wow. Oh, wow. Shout wow. Jesus can do anything.
<laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, you just missed. I'm so sorry. It's not a visual podcast. Or you would see phenomenal dance moves. All right. So January, new year, new you. Who did? Yes. Woo! Are you making some good goals? I think so. I like to do um, heart, mind, body, and soul. Like I oh, like to good. pick those things. And um, so I told you earlier that I like don't really have one for my heart yet. I haven't really figured that one out. But um, for my mind, I'm currently in school full time. So that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on getting my good grades, reading my stuff, um, keeping up with all the classwork. Um, that just currently has to be my goal. I can't do anything else That's right so now. Yeah. And then for body, uh, I really want to start running. I am not internally motivated, guys. And so I have begged my husband to motivate me, which he is not happy about. But I'm going to try. So feel free to ask me about running in the hallway if you think so of it. Good. Yeah. Um, and then for spirit, we're doing as a staff and our discipleship tracks that are coming up soon. Super exciting. Um, we're going through emotionally healthy spirituality. And so I'm going to focus on doing that for my spirit with God. That's so good. Yeah. And that's a great book. If you have not read it, highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but it just talks about how um, your emotional health is definitely correlated with your spiritual health. Yes. And it's hard to be a spiritually healthy person if emotionally you're still hanging on to a lot of baggage. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Yeah. What um, about you? So I am trying to get in the habit of starting my day with quiet. Yes. Quiet is my word for twenty for twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So um my goal is to wake up. So I have to wake Lucy up at six thirty for school okay. every morning. Which oh my word. That's After break. Early, yeah. It is so early. So I'm currently struggling with that goal. <laughs> okay i have not even gotten there yet some people are crushing (laughs) their goals only to taper off in february well i am not even there yet love it (laughs) so um i've been setting my alarm yeah and it's going off like at 6 6 10 uh-huh and i am not a snoozer but i have been snoozing do you need to go to bed earlier yes 100 percent. and so that's another part of my quiet yes goal for 2020 is to have a bedtime routine and to get into that ebb and flow where yeah. um, I am like walking away from the television right. or um, like choosing to go to my room at like 10 and like read a book. Yes. And like quiet my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned the emotionally healthy spirituality. It talks about having, is it um, the daily office? Yes. Uh-huh. Which is um, a scripture and a devotional that it walks you through and a prayer mm-hmm. in the morning and at night. Yeah. Um, so thankfully that's like perfect timing with what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So, and the thoughts, um, the questions are very thought provoking. So I'm doing some journaling with that, which is something else that I'm wanting to do more in 2020 is journal, either write down prayers. I do better in my prayer time. I stay more focused if I write them down. Yeah. Um, but also like track those too. Yeah. Like make sure I'm like not just focusing on the things that I want God to do, but how mm-hmm. he's answered prayers and how he's come through. And to remember um, the people that I say I'm going to pray for and to like right. really take that. Because that's an honor, I think, when someone says, hey, will you pray for me? I feel like yeah. if they can be vulnerable enough to ask me to pray for them, I want to honor that and take that's it seriously. Good. Yeah. Um, so there's other things. And also like physically – I'm wanting to do a better job of having a consistent like exercise time okay. and 
um, with some health stuff that's going on, like taking the time to like stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Lucy did that with me last night. Fun. <laughs> we started at eight o'clock and we did like 10 minutes of like lower body stretching yeah. and then 10 minutes of upper body stretching. Okay. But then by the time we finished, it was time for her to go to bed. And she Aww. was like, what? What a waste of time. <laughs> it's good like your body's all stretched out you're gonna like be more calm and get to sleep better and she was like I just wasted the last 30 minutes before I had to go to bed (laughs) with you stretching (laughs) yeah it was so funny (laughs) yeah not quite the uh, outcome that I was looking for but she liked doing it like with me and that was like something fun for us to do together yeah so (laughs) Yeah, so those are my goals <laughs> for 2020. I also thought um, we always try to do like a parenting hack. Yeah. And so um, definitely, I think, setting up goals. It's important for your kids, I think, to like see you evaluate your life and yeah. work on things. I mm-hmm. think it's super important for our kids to hear us talk that out too. Right. Um, because what I realize with both of mine, they, f- they feel bad if they don't already know how to do something. Okay. Yeah. Which is interesting I to think me. That happens to Mac too. Yeah. So I always try to explain like that's why you're at school. Like right. of course you don't know how to do long division yet. Like yeah. you just started fourth grade. That's right. when they teach it. Um but yeah, they are hard on themselves. We're I'm trying to do a lot of like you gotta give yourself grace. Right. Um but I think it's important for them to see us too struggle with stuff mm-hmm. and see how we go about working on those things whether it's a plan like a running plan right. you know where you tack on mileage more or whatever each time mm-hmm. um and like practicing doing things and um I also think it's important for them to see us fail and like yeah. how we work through that like do we cry and get upset do we like talk you know talk it out with ourselves and like well that was the first time I tried that recipe and mm-hmm. it didn't oh, work what did I do oh my gosh Notice that my fail example was cooking. Yes. For a reason. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's super important. Um, But for parenting hacks, that would be one of them. But also, I think um, chores. Yeah. I love chores. Yeah. What are you guys doing specifically? Because I saw like written down, you had some specifics with how you're doing that. What are you guys doing to teach your kids to do chores? So... um, we have the first thing we started doing this school year was um, like cards that he would pull out of the do and put into a done folder. Ooh. Um, and they're for like morning time. So, like, make your bed, get dressed, brush teeth. Like, were they just index cards? Yeah. You made them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can draw like a cute thing on it or print something if you want them to be like special. Um, okay. And we do them for the morning and we do them for after school because he was just like leaving everything by the door. Yeah. And I, every day I was repeating myself, pick up your bag, put your lunchbox away, put your coat away. And, um, and then this way he can do it himself. He's successful and he's being responsible for his own things. That's so good. Yeah. And then just recently he helped me sweep the dining room the other day. And so I was like, you can do this. So we're starting to give him allowance Ooh. Previously, we were paying him like per sock or per gumball that he picked up. And um, he's a lot faster now than he was when he was three. And so he was like, he was making bank. <laughs> and um, so we changed it. Now he's going to get an allowance if he tidies his room before bed That's every good. night, if he sweeps the dining room without being asked, and if he folds and puts away his own clothes. And we'll That's like, nice. we'll add things on as they go. Um, but yeah. 
those are that's those so cool. are chores for him right now. Yeah. That's great. And I think um I know there are different opinions like with allowance. Right. Um, but I do think being a good manager of your money mm-hmm. is like it's also like super biblical. But right. and the earlier I think you teach kids about giving, mm-hmm. saving and spending. Yeah. Um it is just helpful yeah. for them to see, oh, I had a dollar, but I wanted to buy a pack of gum, and now it's gone. Mm-hmm. So now I don't have that dollar Yeah. if I see something at the dollar store that I want to have. Right. Um, and then just talk about how important it is if we've been blessed with something to be able to give some of that to help someone. Right. It's huge. Um, but I know like some – I've heard some parents say they don't like it because they feel like um, if you're in the family, you should be a contributor to helping – but so like we've tried, we constantly fail all the time okay. at like giving our kids allowance. We're big, oh, like okay, yeah. starting strong mm-hmm. and then it like peters out. They're like still doing the things, but we're like, oh yeah, we owe you five bucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we need to do a better job of following through. But, um, but there's things that they're required to do because right. they are the family member. Mm-hmm. So you're going to help because you live in the house and we're a team. Right. So we help one another. So there's certain things that they're just always required to do. Yes. And then there's extra things. Right. That um, that if they do those things, they'll get an allowance for. Mm-hmm. And then we also have extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's like this little clothesline. I stole this from my friend that lives in South Carolina where like if you neaten at the drop zone or water the plants mm-hmm. or whatever, you can get like extra money yeah. for doing those things too. Yeah. Um, Lucy is really the only one that's very driven by that. Well, that's good, though. She's the spender. Yeah. In the family. Riley's like, I got that 60 bucks for my last two birthdays. Yeah. I don't, what do I need allowance for? <laughs> he's like, I haven't spent any money yeah, yet. Yeah. He's the big saver. He yeah. gets that from his dad. If you, um, if you are anti-allowance, I would say to look up family economy. Ooh. Um, Simply on purpose. She does one. Merrick's art she does one um and they kind of do a really much better job explaining it than i could because it's their idea um but it's basically like there are some things that you're just required to do but there are extra things that you can do without being asked to earn your money if you don't do it you there's an opportunity for you to earn half of what you can or and then if it's done like really poorly or you completely forgot there's no opportunity to earn it back um and I like allowance because it just there's no other opportunity for you to teach your kids these skills until they're like 15 yeah so I like it because it gives them a safe chance to make mistakes Mm -hmm. and to like learn how to manage money under your supervision yeah and the feeling of like hard work and a job well done yeah. too, I think, is so good. Yeah. Now tell us the names of those resources again. Simply on purpose. She, um, her name is Ralphie Jacobs, and she um, is the one who originated the family economy. But then also Merrick, M-E-R-R-I-C-K. Her art, it's Merrick's art. Okay. She has like free printables. Oh, cool. Where you can like edit them, and it's like a little like sticker sheet color in to okay. show what you've done that week um that's so cool yeah good nice stuff there all right so now is the time in the podcast we're going to talk about a few of my favorite things when the bee stings when i'm feeling sad i just think about all of my favorite things and then i don't feel 
so bad. Everybody. Okay. Um, all right. What are some of your favorite things um, right now? Right now, I have been loving sensory bins for my kids. They play with them so much. And just like you can put anything in there. Beans have been really popular in our family. Yes, beans have gotten all over the floor. Do they go in the nose? They haven't gone in the nose. That's good. I'm okay. six, so I go there. <laughs> yeah. They're going to go in orifices. Right? Orifice? Is that yeah. the right use of that word? Uh-huh. Ears, yeah. nose. Yeah, so I guess choose the material based on your kid. <laughs> I know that my kids are not going to do that. I mean, maybe they would. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being It's naive. a good way to find out. Yeah. Beans have been really popular. They've been all over the floor. We make them clean them up. That's good. Um, we've also done water, which is fun got to relax. There's going to be water on the floor. Do you do it outside? Sometimes, but we do them in the kitchen too because okay. it's like where we have the most space and okay. the floor won't get ruined in you there. put down a towel. We too. do. Yeah. Okay. Put down a towel. Um, and then Busy Toddler is one of my favorite Instagram accounts and she has tons of sensory bin ideas. Okay. Um, and we just leave them out. Like they're just available to play with whenever. And the kids, if you need like 20 minutes to do dinner, to to take a break I would suggest a sensory bin all yeah, ages that's the perfect time yeah to do one instead of yeah. like just putting the tv on right yeah and yeah. it's helpful to their brain development which don't feel bad if True. you do that because I would make that. it to 5 p.m and yep. then I'd be like I am all done mm-hmm. while I'm cooking yes. dinner love it what's the purpose of a sensory bin can you tell us the like educational definition so one it's really calming for them um and it like because it's a sensory bin like they're feeling the cold beans they're learning a lot of different like tactile sensations their fine motor skills are developed because they're like usually little tiny pieces that they're doing in there they're also depending on the material like if it's water they're learning cause and effect which is like math and science early building those skills Um, even if it was an older kid, they would be like tinkering with it to figure out, okay, like if I put this much water on a cotton ball, it doesn't fall out. But if I soak the cotton ball, it like comes pouring out the bottom. Okay. So different things like that. Yeah. So it's a good building block. It is. Of all the things to come. And it's so calming for them. That's so good. Yeah. When we had our story time at the end of December, we had a sensory bin and we put artificial snow in it yeah and oh my gosh it was so much fun it was so fun it was so (laughs) cool and it was neat to see it start off dry but then when you added the water Mm -hmm. see how it like grew and changed and then um we had a couple of elementary age kids that were just kind of looking at what we were doing and when Lauren added the water to it, it created um, a chemical reaction. Yeah, it got it got warm, which is so cool to talk about that. When there's a chemical reaction, it like gave off heat. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really neat. I loved so having fun. the artificial snow, and you can order it off Amazon. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing for the month is this book called Rhythms of Renewal, mm-hmm. and it's by Rebecca Lyons. And um, on the cover, it talks about like specifically how to like de-stress and cut anxiety out of your life but I feel like it's for everybody okay um the main parts I had mentioned how I wanted to start like my day with quiet Mm -hmm. and just kind of be more reflective yeah I think this year um and in the book she has this great kind of evaluation part because there's four main parts of her book um and one of them, oh gosh, is it, it could be renew, mm-hmm. but she gives different questions 
that are thought-provoking for you to ask like yourself at the end of each month. Okay. To kind of assess, all right, this is what I wanted to set out to do. How did that go? Okay. Um, do I need to um, take things off of my plate? Mm-hmm. Am I feeling frantic? If I am, what could be causing that? I don't know. It's just so good. That's awesome. Um, so that's my favorite thing right now. Love it. Is this book. So it's fun. so great. Um, all right. Well, that is the end of our January podcast. Woo-hoo. Woo! <laughs> um, make sure you listen to February's. Yeah. Because we're going to have a little fun Valentine's Day theme mm-hmm. where we'll be talking about different ideas um, with things you can do with your preschooler and some of our favorite children's books that yeah. talk about friendship. Mm-hmm. It's such a good time. Yeah. So um, fun. Mary Munford, mm-hmm. they don't call their Valentine's Day parties Valentine's Day parties. Okay. They call them Friendship Day. Oh, yeah, they do. I remember that now. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is so sweet. It's Because super sometimes sweet. you can get like a weird lovey-dovey mm-hmm. vibe that's put on kids that I don't particularly care for. Yep. But, um, but we all need friends and need to work on being a good friend. Yeah. So Super that's, fun. will be our focus for February. Yay. Cool? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to close it out with our cuddle time prayer that you would find on your parent queue. So we say, Dear God, sometimes my faith is small and I forget that with you, all things are possible. You sent your very own son, Jesus, to be our friend forever. Jesus is with us, and he can do anything. Please help my faith be as big as what I believe. I love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Peace out, families. Thanks, guys. Yoo-hoo.